Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to the Mental Wellness Wake-Up Show, a weekly podcast where growth-minded, creative people come to learn best practices from both spirituality and psychology that create lasting well-being. I am your host, mental wellness expert, improvised acting teacher, therapist, and coach, Dawn McMillan. Let's get to it. Hello, you beautiful humans. Wow. Thanks for being here. I am honored, as always, that you would take any time to hang out with me. So thank you for coming. It's good to see you. You're like, wait, you can see me? Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. My goodness. My goodness. This uh, episode, this episode is hard for me. This episode is hard for me, and it's been a long time coming. And full disclosure, it is, the content of this episode being hard for me is part of the reason why uh, you got a couple of classics. It's not because um, I am so busy that I have no idea what day it is until I ask Siri, which I am. <laughs> what day is it? Where am I supposed to be? And what time do I have to be there? What do I wear? <laughs> I have a friend who... Uh, got so busy that he showed up for an appointment and all, all it said in his notes was the address and wear a suit. And he didn't know until he walked in what he was supposed to be doing. <laughs> Relatable, is it not? Yeah. But um, I've, been, I've been sitting on something for a while now and, and I feel like it's time to share. Um, I believe things. <laughs> and one of the things that I believe is that this time this community, this earth, this planet, this whatever is calling all of us to step up, to grow up, to open up. We, we cannot continue to float along in paradigms that may have worked in the 20th century, um, which most of which didn't for most people, by the way or paradigms and attitudes and behaviors that, that we acquired when we were eight years old to survive in our family of origin and we're still using. The time for change is now. The time for change is now. You need you, your community needs you, humanity needs you at your best, at your most emotionally mature, at your most competent. It's all hands on deck, people. I don't know if you've read the news lately or, you know, opened up a, an app of any kind and noticed what's happening around the planet. We are all needed at our best. We are all needed to help each other. And so the reason why I've been struggling with this episode is that when I started this podcast, it was really because at the time... I wasn't seeing a lot of clients and I just have all of this information, all of this knowledge, all of this training, all of this experience that is designed to assist others in creating lives of greater well-being and there is no outlet for it, right? So I'm like, well, let me just do a podcast. I've been wanting to, to do a podcast literally for a decade. Maybe now is a good time. Well, fast forward several years, I love doing this podcast. Uh, my life has changed significantly in the interim, and so is yours, right? 
the pandemic has been quite a roller coaster and the return to air quotes normal, whatever that means, has been quite a roller coaster. And, you know, when the world changes, we also are required to change. My beloved humans, my beloved, beautiful humans, I want so much for you to know you are whole, that you are perfect, that you are complete, to experience your okayness, your well-beingness. I want that so much for you, for all of us. The shadow side of that very good intention has been coddling, been coddling you a little bit. You know, I had a client uh, storm out of my office. (laughs) I've had more than one client storm out of my office. But this one uh, stormed out of my office yelling, I thought therapy was supposed to feel good. No, no, sweet little humans. It's not. So often people show up in therapy thinking that it's a feel-good experience and get really frustrated or quit when it doesn't, right? It's that, well, I felt better before I showed up in here. Why am I doing this? Well, sweet, beautiful person, you're doing this because there's something inside of you that knows that there's a greater level of awakening, a greater level of thriving that's available. And just like childbirth, you go from one state through a tunnel of pain to another state in order to birth a child, in order to birth the next level of your well-being and thriving, sometimes it gets uncomfortable. And my beloved friends, I cannot continue to coddle you in an attempt to not make you feel uncomfortable. I know some of you have shared with me that you come here because you're like, oh, I always feel so good after I listen to you. And I'm honored. I'm so honored. I love that I can be a a piece of your week that brings a little light, a little peace, a little joy, a little some kind of feel good. And... It is dishonoring to you and it is dishonoring to my mission, my beliefs, my purpose to focus on feel good and ignore be good. I don't like good and bad. I think those are judgments and I think they're unhelpful and language is limiting. So we use the language that we have to communicate the ideas that we must share. So all of this is to say, Everyone needs that friend who will tell you when you have spinach in your teeth or when you were the one who was the a-hole in the situation and you have some apologies to make. Sometimes transformation is about accountability. It's about responsibility. What's tricky is that so many of us equate responsibility with blame. It's, oh, so it's my fault? That blah, 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 blah. (sighs) Responsibility and fault are not the same thing. If you were elected mayor of a town and you, you get sworn in and then you discover that the last administration embezzled all the town's money, is it your fault that the town has no money? No. Is it your responsibility to fix it? Heck yeah. It's your responsibility. So what's tricky about the internal world is that you are both the prior administration and this administration. So you're the embezzler and the person who has to fix it. But there's a saying that if you knew better, you could do better. 
you aren't the person you were yesterday. The person yesterday made some choices. Okay, forgive her, forgive him, them. They were they they did what they could with what they had yesterday. This is today. So, are you responsible for the choices that yesterday you made? Yeah. Yesterday you stayed up binging Netflix till four o'clock in the morning. So, is it today's you fault that you're tired? No. Is it today's you responsibility to figure out how to make it through the day functionally? Yeah. Yeah. So, what is all this about? This is about me forgetting to turn off my phone. Let's talk about responsibility for suffering. <sighs> Take a deep, big, deep breath. Ready? If our suffering is caused by the thoughts that we believe, what are we supposed to do with that? Great question. Great question. The answer is hold on to every thought that you have so loosely and acceptance and commitment therapy. We talk a lot about fusing with our thoughts. We think that we're the voice inside our head. We think that's us. We think it's real. We think it's true. We think it's important. We think just because something happens in our voice inside our head that it's real, it's true, and that it matters. And then we grip onto that thought and we ride it like it's the, the train to nirvana. I don't like that. I don't like that. Okay. That's just a thought. I don't like that. Four words. And you believe that. And so all of these bodily sensations come along. Now you're in suffering. You're suffering because you have the thought, I don't like that. And do you believe that? The subtext of that thought is, I don't like that. It shouldn't be that way. I shouldn't have to put up with things that I don't like. And now I'm mad. Dawn, are you saying we should never be mad? I'm not saying never about anything. Are you saying that we're not allowed to like or dislike things? No. I'm just pointing out that if you make I like, I don't like, should and shouldn't, cognitive distortions, by the way, it's either this way or that way, real, important, and meaningful, and you attach to those thoughts, your reward is uh, some form of suffering or unhappiness. Most of your suffering, most of our suffering is caused by the thoughts that we believe. I look fat in these jeans. And fat means ugly and horrible, and you're not allowed to be ugly and horrible because if you're ugly and horrible, you're worthless. Okay, now you're suffering. But it's true. Is it though? <laughs> Is it though? It's true. It's just another thought that you've chosen to believe. So if our suffering is caused by the thoughts that we believe, what are you supposed to do with your thoughts? Well, my beloved friends, this is where the Buddhist technology was right all along. You observe them. Feelings, emotions are simply thought, words and pictures in our heads accompanied by bodily sensations. Yeah. And they mean as much as you, the being, decide that they mean. So a thought comes along. Uh, I really don't deserve this promotion. And someday they're going to find out that I'm really incompetent, AKA imposter syndrome. What do we do about it? First of all, answer number one is be very careful about what thoughts you believe. You don't have to believe stuff. <laughs> what? 
you, you, you don't. You don't. You don't have to believe stuff. It's it's okay to have have hold on to that very very lightly. You're wrong about a bunch of stuff. I mean, it's inevitable. We're all wrong about things. Wrong air quotes. Um, there is science, for example. The whole premise of science is to continue to refine prior theories until you figure out something that to get closer and closer approximations to the truth. So, you know, maybe you thought that uh, Jimi Hendrix was saying, excuse me while I kiss this guy. And now, you know, he's saying, excuse me while I kiss the sky. Uh, okay, so you believe that you found out it wasn't true. Now you believe something else. Beliefs change. And if that's not an argument for, for taking them a little less seriously, I don't know what is. So answer number one, if our suffering is caused by the thoughts that we believe, what do we do with our thoughts? Hold them very, very gently. Hold your beliefs very, very gently, lightly, without attaching to them. So I'm not supposed to care. There's a difference between detachment and unattachment. Detachment is, I'm just going to hold it lightly like a butterfly in my hand. Unattached is, uh, I don't care. I'm just not going to pay attention to anything. I'm going to wall myself off. So we're holding our thoughts lightly. Number two. Number two is, what is, pay attention to what is actually happening. What's the evidence? What's the evidence? Uh, people keep telling me that I'm pretty. I don't know. So the evidence would just suggest that uh, according to your current culture, you are pretty. I don't know. Pay attention to what is actually happening. We tend to pay more attention to our own thoughts and our beliefs than to the experience that we are having. And when we do pay attention to the experiences that we are having, we interpret them through the thoughts that we already have. We use biased reasoning. If I think I'm ugly, then I'm going to interpret every time someone looks at me longer than I think they should, that they're going, that they're judging me for being ugly. So we want to get curious about what is happening. What is the evidence? Is it true? And I do that a lot with clients. What's the evidence and is it true? Is it true? Pay attention to the clearly observable facts, less than the judgments you are making. And then number three, does what you believe help you create a rich, meaningful, fulfilling life? Then let it guide you. If the thought that you're believing is creating suffering and struggle, then maybe consider revising it. So much of our suffering is created by believing our thoughts. Number one, don't believe so much. Suspect, hypothesize, but don't grip on it and believe it that this is how things are, or this is how things should be. Number two, attend to the evidence. What's the evidence? And acknowledge that you are look, you will notice more what you're looking for. So pay attention to clearly observable facts and consider if they continue to support whatever belief it is that you are having. And I challenge you to try to prove your beliefs wrong. Look for, look for evidence, make a, make a case against your own belief and then make a case for your belief. 
But first, make a really good case against your own belief. See how it stands up. And then lastly, does your belief create more joy, more peace, more fulfillment, more happiness, more connection, more of all the things that you care about? Then yeah, keep it for now, unless you have a good reason to let it go. Okay. We have to grow up, everybody. And sometimes it doesn't feel good. And sometimes it means that we have to hold ourselves accountable, but without beating ourselves up. <laughs> Don't beat yourself up. It doesn't work. What you didn't know five minutes ago was five minutes ago. It's over. It's done. It's already happened. No need to beat yourself up. Hold your beliefs lightly. Check on the evidence. Look for information that disconfirms your own beliefs so you can update your prayers. Does this belief help you create a life that is in alignment with your values and your fulfillment? Then keep going. All right, guys. So if you're still listening, thank you. I adore you. I'm so grateful that you are here. And I really respect your willingness to grow. Not everyone, not everyone is willing to grow. And it is my belief, <laughs> which I am holding lately, that the time is now. The time is now for us to step into the greatest version of ourselves we can imagine and then more. Because look, here's what's real. And I, and I believe this down into my bones. You are on this planet right now with a set of gifts that are so important and meaningful. And all of us need you to give your gifts. And we cannot have you give your gifts if you are self-obsessed, if you are so busy beating yourself up or living in the lies that have been created by your trauma that you can't step forward into your wholeness. You are whole. You are perfect. You are complete. You are necessary. We need you. So be you. Until next time. I am so honored that you share time with me. If you've listened this far, then something here was of value to you. Would you please be a friend of the podcast and share it with at least one other person? The podcast is available on most platforms, including YouTube, and I need your help to get the word out. So please like, subscribe, and share, and a five-star review on iTunes would be... Ah, chef's kiss. Thank you so much. See you next time.